0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Conversations Beyond the Pew. And I am the one who's always looking for a new topic to talk about, Reverend Kara Hildebrandt. And today, the topic, it's really kind of personal, because it's really based on something that happened with me this week. And so I lost my cool, um, or as the, uh, <laughs> all of the symbols mean, really that's what I lost. And in the moment, it may have lasted only 20 seconds, but in that moment of completely losing my cool, it wasn't even over something important. It was over something so small and menial, you kind of wonder, like, really, did I lose my cool over that? But it really made me think about that, about why was I so wound up to begin with? Because losing your cool doesn't just happen. We may think it just happens, but there are all kinds of things that feed into that lead up. And it wasn't anybody else's fault that I lost my cool because, as I was reminded by uh, someone that uh, from a previous sermon, that the only thing we can control, the only thing we can control, are our reactions. And so uh, th- the person saying that to me wasn't doing it in a um, in a bad way. They they were we were laughing together um, and. And the person was showing that they had remembered something I had said. But it made me really think about the times when we do lose our cool. And and when we lose it when it's really not over something that important, when it's really kind of insignificant. And so we have this moment where we lose it and we're overreacting. And how quickly are we filled then with guilt or even shame. Uh, There is a difference between guilt and shame. Guilt is about our behavior. Shame is about our identity. And so do we immediately feel that guilt of like, I can't, I can't believe I did that. That wasn't, that wasn't very nice. I, I shouldn't have done that. There was no reason for me to do that. And it made me kind of think when this happened, I immediately apologized. So, you know, the, The 20 seconds, 30 seconds or whatever that I lost it immediately was followed by, I'm so sorry, I'm overreacting, this is not appropriate, I shouldn't have done it, Uh, lots of forgiveness. And even I used that word atone. I said, I'll be atoning for this for a long time. That sense of, I can't believe I did it. But it made me have to hit pause, which is kind of funny Because on Sunday, I had preached a sermon where I talked about when everything's going wrong about our ability to hit pause and try to figure out what's going on. And so it it was a whole kind of conglomeration of, of bringing together all these strands, of coming together and trying to think through, what is this really about? Why was I even wound up on edge to begin with? And why would something this minor set me off? Like, what? why? I'm usually the calm one. When there's like really crazy stuff going on, I'm usually the one that's calm and trying to look through things. And I was talking with a friend, which I always find important when when doing this, when something like this happens, uh, of talking it over with a confidant, with somebody you can bounce it off over, with somebody that you know they, they love you, but they're going to tell you the truth. And and it happened that as the the evening progressed and I, I was trying to figure this out, and, and it was going to be a little while before I could have this conversation, that I began to realize that I had been focusing on very negative things. So that when I was able to have the conversation with the friend and they said, "You know, I haven't seen you wound up like this. You're you're very wound up. What's going on?" I mean, there's you know, there's a lot of good things about your life and absolutely there there most certainly are. So why are there certain things that are kind of getting me agitated or, or getting me wound up? What made me lose my cool? And it was that pondering of what kind of negative things have I been doing, like negative thought processes or negative things that I've told myself or negative conversations that I've had in my head with myself about particular topics that really are aren't healthy and may not even be ultimately accurate. And so it really made me think about the podcast I listen to or the TV that I watch or the books that I read or the beliefs that I hold of what was I consuming that had me in these patterns, in these conversations within myself, not with anybody else, but within myself, that were so absolutely negative? And why had I been focusing on the negative of all of the situations, of all these conversations, when there are so many other positives to even find? Why was it? And so it it had almost become a habit. Of having a negative thought or feeling particular, having a particular belief, or even about thinking through maybe something that was happening in the world. And I I watched the news, although I try not to watch too much of the news, I'd rather read it. But again, how much of that negative was I inputting and then staying on it? And I came up with these two terms for how I was kind of doing this, what I was doing, I was rooting myself. I was sending roots down of myself into these negative thoughts instead of allowing the negative to pass through me. Instead of taking notice of the negative, allowing it to pass through me, I was taking it and rooting on it and hanging on to it and beginning to maneuver my life around it, which is so kind of odd. It was, I can't even say when it totally began. And so this incident that even though it was minor and I had guilt about it and I had to uh, say I'm sorry and and ask for that forgiveness and grace was completely extended to me, which I appreciate and felt uh, totally loved in, But it was that sense of I need to be very careful about the things, the words, the stories, the problems of this world that I was hanging onto instead of letting them pass through me, that I was rooting myself in. There is a thing about me. I am a fixer. And so when I hear certain things, or a certain problem arises, I want to fix it. I want to figure it out. I want to take all of the the information I can and then go from there. But instead of there being a positive and using that as one of my strengths, I was allowing it to become one of my weaknesses because I could only focus on the negative of it. And I wasn't allowing it to pass through me, to take notice and pass through me. Instead, that is where I was beginning to dwell, where my thoughts and my conversations when I was alone in my head, those were the things that I began to dwell on. And so when something minor happened, I lost my cool because i had been filling myself and rooting myself in negative thoughts it's one of those one of those moments where i'm glad that when it happened i was surrounded by love and by grace and by the ability to stop and think because that's not who i want to be it's not how i want to work It's not how I want to go through this world. I love being happy. I love seeing the beauty. I love feeling the good breezes, and I love being able to help people to sometimes come up with solutions to a problem. But I have to be careful of my mindset in all of the little ways leading up so that I can figure out how to appropriately respond and assess because as it was said, the only thing I can control is my response. And so I really wanted to share that on this episode of Conversations Beyond the Pew because I wonder about that, about when any of us lose our cool, how do we feel after that, and then what are the next steps that we take or is it just something that we go well? That's just me. That's just how I work. I, you know, I've, I've got a short fuse. Or is it something that we really would love to be able to move beyond? And so, what kind of things are we feeding ourselves? What are we rooting ourselves to that causes us to lose our cool? Because. People are all you know people are always going to say something to you or and they may mean harm or they they may not they may mean nothing by it and so our response says way more about what we are dealing with what we're trying to work through and how often do we spend thinking about that or do we just sit in the guilt or the shame which guilt is helpful when we go, ooh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to act that way. This is not who I am. And so it's one of those things where guilt can be useful unless we sit in it, unless it's a constant companion, unless it's over the exact same thing over time, because then we're not really getting to the heart of the problem. We're not really digging deep enough if all we ever feel is guilt for what we do, for our behaviors, if all we ever feel is guilt, then we're never moving forward. We're never going to get beyond. So we should just allow guilt to be the impetus for the jumping off of trying to understand why are we doing things that we don't like? Why are we saying things that we we don't want to say those things. What are the things? Because there's always going to be stresses in life. There's always going to be issues. There are always going to be others having a, a comment towards us. But our reaction is rooted in the things that we tell ourselves on a consistent basis on the things that we do out of habit. So are there habits, are there roots that we need to disconnect from, that we need to dig up and throw away, just like if we were planting. Dig those, those awful roots up and throw them out and plant something new. Take something new into our lives. And my hope is that if you're someone who has lost your cool at times, if you struggle with guilt or, or even with shame, because shame is, is all about our identity. It's all about who we are. And if that's the struggle, are we feeding ourselves that, those words of, I am worthy, I am loved? What are we feeding ourselves that stokes those fires of guilt and shame, that stokes those moments where we completely lose our cool? What are we doing to build those fires up, to root those things down instead of just allowing them to pass through us, allowing us to take notice and let them pass through? Whatever you may be dealing with in life, may you know that you are loved, that you are worthy, and that if you have been or have ever lost your cool, that sometimes we just have to hit that pause button and try to figure out what's really going on because this world is a beautiful place and to hit on... God's creation, God's creation is beautiful, and God wants us to know love, to experience joy, to have hope, and to carry with us peace. So may your week, wherever you are, whatever you might be doing, may your week be full of love.